Sizzletown is brought to you by Allegiance Wines, a boutique, family-run, small-parcel wine producer with a range of premium international award-winning wa- Sorry, Matt, why is this typing no- uh, Don't put under this bit. Sorry. Why is there a typing noise under this? Oh, it's just a bit of colour. Right. It's like you're writing a letter. <laughs> but why would I be- writing someone a letter to tell them this. You're overthinking it. But presumably I'm writing to a friend of mine who already listens to the podcast and knows who the sponsor is. Seems kind of weird that I would sit down and type a letter to them saying, hey, did you hear about this stunning array of varietals, regions and ranges that ensure the highest quality from vine to glass? I mean, it's true, but why am I... Oh, we don't have to have it. Put something else under it, something, I don't know, relaxing. Visit allegiancewines.com.au, oh, I like this, to find out more and to order from their outstanding range. Allegiance Wines, producing the highest quality wines from Australia's premium region. Excuse me, ha- have the free samples arrived? Uh, no, they haven't. Well, you know where to find me. Actually, I don't. Um, I'm in conference hosing down complaints from your last episode. Hosing, yes, you say? hosing. Well, if you... So get... much hosing. Okay, well... Hose away, and in the meantime, people, drink responsibly. I hope I'm not included in that. You certainly are. For more, the Late Night Call-In Podcast, broadcasting live around Australia, your chance to phone in and broach any topic, no matter how controversial or obscure, we'll take anything here at Sizzletown. Oh, yes, Matt Dower is here with his battery of sound effects. How many this week, Matt? 19. Oh, come on, not this again, please. Whoops. Why are you doing that? Why night uh, that number? Well, it's 2019. Oh, come on, stop that. Just seems like way too many. I mean, we didn't get to half of them last time. Well... What else are you sitting on? Okay, that's going to be useful. You mentioned the year, and uh, I should tell you about my neighbours, some people in a block of flats uh, just around the corner from us. And they have been having a continuous party since New Year's Eve. Really? Yeah, every time I go past, it's just Ben Cousinsy looking blokes with no shirts on, out on the balcony, just filming each other, doing things that you know are going to come back to haunt them on the Daily Mail website. And the other night, we were woken up at two in the morning by a whole bunch of them just launching in to a drunken version of Wonderwall by Oasis. <laughs> no. Yeah, and they've started well, you know, with today is going to be the day that we're going to, or whatever that bit is, 
and then all the way into the chorus that uh, my boo's gonna be the one. So they've got to Wonderwall, and then they've realised that no one knows the second verse, so it's just petered out. And then someone's tried to save it by just launching into Gold Digger by Kanye. And that started strong as well, but run out of puff even sooner. And then there's another pause. And then someone's obviously got over to the stereo and just cranked up uh, Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. You know, yeah, (laughs) that one. And uh, then for the next hour and a half, it's just been Queen's greatest hits. I'm assuming because of that film, everyone's busting out the Queen now. Uh, they. I haven't uh, seen that film, and I'll tell you, it's nothing to do with uh, the film itself. It's just the poster, what? the logo for Bohemian Rhapsody, the choice of fonts. It's really poor. It looks like the prospectus for a low-rent superannuation fund, and uh, as a result, I uh, will probably never see that film. That's just how petty I am, and... Uh, Sorry, I've just realised this is starting to sound like a normal podcast, Matt. Yeah. We need to get it back to late-night call-in mode. Have you got some of that Nick Hempton there? Uh, yeah, how about this? Oh, that's it. Very nice. Yes, it's Sizzletown. The late-night call-in podcast. Waiting for you. Are there any callers, Matt? Uh, yeah, line three. Oh, Okay. Here we go. Lose that. Thank you, Nick Hampton. Hello. Hi, that is that um, the pod, pod, uh, it? podcast at Sizzle. Sizzletown. Okay, are you, are you recording? Yes, we are. What yeah. happens to the tapes? Tapes? Afterwards. Well, I, I guess we store them. Yeah, because... okay, mate, well, you erase them. Oh. Put them under a fucking magnet okay. or some rot. Why is that? Yeah, I don't want to leave any digital footprint. No? No, fuck that shit. Uh, sorry, who is this? Uh, well, my name's Shane. We, um, yeah. Um, Door. Shane Door. Door. Shane Door. Yep. So, um, how can we help? Uh, well, hang on. First, wait a minute. When is this going to be on? Well, it's it's on now. We, we're a live podcast. Oh, it's, it's not today. It's, the Thursday. Yeah, today's Thursday. What's next um, Thursday? Next? You know what it is? It's fucking 28 of February. You know, it comes after that. The 29th of February? Fucking wrong. Oh. Mate, we haven't had a 29th Feb since 2016. Well, that's you know that? because of the uh, the leap year system, Le- yeah, surely. But, yeah, I heard about that. But that, well, who's deciding? Uh, it's the government, isn't it? So they're deciding we don't want, um, we're not going to have Friday this week. Well, not Friday. It's yeah, what are they fucking doing? With right? what? What are they doing with all the Fridays? Oh. They're fucking stockpiling Fridays. What's that no, about? I don't think it's anything to worry about. It's Mate, just, I've locked d- off all these 29 of Feb's, right? Yeah. And they can fucking redeploy them whenever they want. Mm. They decide the calendar, right? They decide. Hundreds to- of years ago, right, the fucking Pope moved time ahead 11 days. What? Yeah, you can look that up, oh. right? Why was that? I don't know. Maybe he was late for something. I don't <laughs> know. He wanted to skip an uncomfortable fucking event. <laughs> right, but surely... Like a speech he hadn't fucking written or something. Right. Go, I'll jump ahead to the fucking 25th. Mm. Bang, it's behind me. I don't know. But right, so that's what people can do. They can decide to fucking redeploy all those Fridays they've been hoarding uh, and we won't fucking know what's coming because they won't be in the calendar. They'll bang, they'll just fucking be there. And what happens on those days? What are they going to do? Look, we d- don't fucking know. I don't think it's something to worry about. Mate, that- you got to be ready for the rogue Fridays when they come. 
Now, uh, it's fucking so I didn't warn you. Hey, you've called us in before. Your computer's watching you? I don't, I don't have a computer in the house. Right? No? It's off-site, okay? It's under a tarp yeah. in a fucking storage locker. Oh. Right? I, I shouldn't even be saying that. Right, right you, you were getting emails from the uh, erectile dysfunction people, weren't nah, you? The, don't get emails, right? Right. The fucking erectile cunts can fucking, they can't find me, they can't get to me. What? Yeah, but, but listen to this, listen to this, they're sending me messages off from the telly, right? The telly? How's this, right? Have you ever had that thing where you, where you flip around the channel and the same... News stories on on the fucking every channel, right? Oh yeah, it's yeah. weird, right? Okay, sure. I did that on uh, on the weekend. I had um, the story about that uh, roundabout in Byron. Oh, uh, which one? In Byron, you know that fucking roundabout with the uh, dick sculpture, right? Oh uh, yeah, you, yeah. The locals are mocking. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you heard yeah. about it? Mm-hmm. It's meant to be a big fucking dick. Don't have enough money for a little dick, right? <laughs> well, I go around the channel, bang. That story, bang, on every fucking channel. Now, what's that saying to me? To you? That's a fucking personal crack at me. <laughs> you reckon? From a fucking erectile mob. They've targeted you That's through it. this. I've got a fucking dooner over the tally. I don't want to see or hear anything it's got to fucking say. <laughs> so you're off the grid. Yeah, so you got to delete this conversation, Rob. Never happened. We can do that. Yeah. By the way, I, I try to listen to this. What is it? It's a podcast. I couldn't fucking follow it. No? Right, it's because supposed to be comedy. Well. It says comedy. That's unfair because it's a talkback show. Right, okay. It's not technically okay. a comedy. Okay, what I've got, I've got a joke. <laughs> right. I can do a joke. Let's hear it. You had a fucking cat tell a joke, I can do a joke. Yep. Knock, knock. Uh, who's there? Mate, I'm not fucking telling you, I'm not telling you fucking anything. <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough. Okay, well, yep. hang on. You hear that? What? It's a fucking doorbell. How'd that get in? I don't know. I had a fucking silent doorbell installed, right? Really? Okay, I've got to go and disconnect it. That's bullshit. All right. Thanks for calling. Probably the erectile mob trying to get in here. Wow. So they... I've got to go, mate. Got... Oh. Okay. Um, well, some uh, things there being said by Shane Door here at Sizzletown. <laughs> what was he talking about there? So I... Were you following all of that, Matt? There's a story happened back in January, I think, uh, Byron Bay. They commissioned a sculpture for a roundabout. And Melbourne artist has come up with a design and they've gone, well, okay, the budget for the whole thing is $5.6 million. He's gone, great, here's the idea. And they've gone, oh, sorry, uh, it's only $55,000. And he's gone, oh, well, it's going to have to be a dick. Is that what happened? Look, I've probably... I reckon I've got every part of that wrong. Look, here's the story. Listen to this. Byron Bay Council is debating whether to decommission a controversial public artwork that some locals have dubbed the Big Byron Dick. Okay. Yeah, the man couldn't set up his equipment on the roundabout itself, so he had to stand on a ladder blocking a whole lane, and he was attracting, I shouldn't laugh, up to 100 abusive comments a day as he attempted to do a much uh, scaled-down version of his original design, the lighthouse with birds flying around it. That's the description. And, uh, you know, with not enough time, and he's having to work at night time with no lights, and he can't see quite how dick-like it's going to be under those circumstances. And, And what I like here is the mayor's furious. He says... At some point, we need to grow up a bit with our relish of saying the word dick. Uh, Very true. But 
it just seems to me like a great plot line for a great Australian film. I know Brian Brown just perched on a ladder in a roundabout, attracting colourful epithets as he attempts to fashion an enormous penis with nowhere enough time or resources. <laughs> fax that to Screen Australia, Matt, if you could. Okay. Yes, all right. Let's move on because I feel like this episode is getting very dick-heavy and it's not the time for that, as you know. I actually saw this podcast described on Twitter as, quote, a sausage party. So we don't... Who asked? <laughs> I know. It's, the problem is there just aren't many sausages to choose from. That's the problem with it. Let's uh, see if we have any callers. Line two. Good evening. Hello, Sizzle Yes. Who's this? It's Conrad here. From oh, the from... Now, listen, I know there's a lot of people who mm-hmm. have been appearing on this program have been... Uh, what? ...have managed to parlay it into financial success. What? Well, that young man with all the ideas... Oh, Dion. ...who yeah. calls in on it, someone told me he got a payout. Yeah, he he did. Goodness me, he sounded quite idiotic, I thought, whenever I heard him speaking. Well, he's... I'm he, told he has a butler. Yes, that, that's true. Well, that's very jazz age, isn't it? Listen, I heard the cat. The cat. Oh, just you've got a cat comes on your show. We do. And yeah. he's got on uh, telly, or what, he's been oh. rubbing shoulders with Karl Stefanovic. Well, he's the, been mentioned. Before yeah. he got the boot. But even so. Right, well, that was before this show. So he, someone yeah. tells me that Nincompoopa runs a pub over in Rosetta. Oh, Dave Clacton, yeah. He's got a, his own brand of wine. Yes. Which seems unlikely. No, he's he's working with our sponsor. And I that's, thought about me, wasn't yeah. I the first caller? Well, that's true, and... No offers? Well, nothing so far. Nothing? Well, someone said I'd need to make a splash Uh, and do something, you know, mm. get onto YouTube, television, whatever that is. Oh, with the clip. Yeah, well, they said I should do the box full of birds challenge. Oh, the the bird box challenge. Yeah, that's it. From that movie. It's a film. I haven't seen it. I said I'm not getting into a box full of birds Uh, packing at my extremities. I'm not having that. (sighs) I don't think that's it. No, well, apparently it just involves blindfolding yourself and driving down to the shops <laughs> or something. You've done that? Well, I thought if it's good enough for Sandra Bullock, I'll give it a crack. Well, so, how'd it go? Well, it took quite some time, about an hour and a half, to just get down the front path. Right. I ended up climbing into the incinerator oh. instead of the hatchback, so that was embarrassing. Oh, but then oh. I, I just thought I'll do it on foot. Mm. That's probably safer, so... Yep. I walked in uh, to Coles. And how did that go? Well, I had to cross a couple of busy intersections. I couldn't say anything. I just heard the screeching of tyres and a lot of foul language. Mm -hmm. People calling me a fuckwit, that sort of thing. But I thought, I said, listen, you won't be laughing when I'm on Netflix. (laughs) So then I just, I got to the Coles. Yeah. And I I turned left and went in through the front door, but it wasn't Coles. No? It was a very steep hillside. And I tumbled head over here for about oh, seven or eight minutes. Oh, God. And then eventually my fall was broken by a plate glass window. Oh, Jesus. How are you? Well, I'm calling you now from the hospital. But oh. hopefully, hopefully my antics were caught on film because everything's bloody filmed now, isn't it? Well, yeah. And with any luck, I'll be racking up the numbers. Well... 
Good luck. Yes, with... I might be the next super wog. Yeah. Or uh, what's that one I saw? The footballer from Sydney. The Who? Dylan Napa. I saw oh, his YouTube clip. Yes, he... Oh, goodness me. He's very excited by shadow boxing, isn't he? Yes, he is. He is I've yep. never seen somebody be so excited <laughs> by a bit of shadow boxing. Well, you're not uh, not getting into that. Goodness, well... Uh, no? <laughs> Not unless all the audience is blindfolded. <laughs> sure. Well, uh, again, good luck with... Um, OK. Yeah. Well, look, as soon as I'm removed from this full-body cast, oh. which unfortunately has been cast into a very uncomfortable shape... Really? I look like I'm guiding a 747 down for an emergency landing. Hmm? But anyway, I'll soon be back on my feet, assuming I can find them, and then I'll call in with an update. Oh, great. All right. OK, we'll get well soon. See ya. Oh. Hopefully Conrad will be up and about uh, again soon. We do not condone the box full of birds challenge, as he referred to it here at Sizzletown. Brought to you by Allegiance Wines. And yes, the Allegiance Severed Arms Coonawarra Cabernet Sauvignon 2018 is now available If you didn't hear the last episode, this is a limited release, only 200 cases produced and priced at only $20 a bottle. Now, I've got one of the bottles here and it looks great because it's the normal fancy looking label. But on the back, there is a personal message from Dave Clacton, who you might know calls in this show occasionally, just referred to there by Conrad. And uh, here's the thing, even though it's a funny looking bottle, this is not a joke wine. This is a high-quality Cab Sav from the people at Allegiance. So visit allegiancewines.com.au forward slash Sizzletown to purchase this exclusive release. Plus, if you use the discount code Sizzle... Matt, where was the sound? Sorry. Sizzle, thank you. There's a 20% discount on any mixed 12 wines, including the Severed Arms. Allegiance Wines producing the highest quality wines from Australia's premium regions. Oh, not this again. This is Roland Mulberry. He's a voiceover man here at Podworks. Matt, how is that getting through? It sounds like it's coming out of the roof. Okay, I can see there's a there's an air vent up there. I need to close that. Can you do that? Do we have a ladder? No. Tell you what, have you got the uh, $6 million man sound effect there? Uh, yep. Okay, cue that up in three. You ready? One, two, three. Okay, I'm up here. Uh, can you get it? I'm going to try and wind it shut. This is... <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty muffled. Okay, coming back down. You ready? One, two, three. (laughs) Fucking hell. Holy shit, are you okay? I'm going to have to join Conrad, I think. Um, Line five. Oh, okay. Another caller here at Sizzletown. (laughs) Thanks, Matt. Hello. Oh, is that Sizzletown? Yes, who is... It's Clive Howlett calling. Oh, from... From last year. Yeah, were, yeah. were you in an accident? Were, yeah, I was rear-ended on the 
southeast. Yeah, while you were... I was eating some chips out of a bag. Yeah. I know a lot of people have mentioned it to me. And you, you weren't injured? No, yeah. it was amazing because uh, all the airbags went off and oh. I, I'm fine. Well, that's great. What, what was that like? Oh, it was quite startling. It was like being crash-tackled by a gang of angry balloons. <laughs> right, and you're but fine. It's um, completely... Uh, this is quite a theme tonight. Uh, uh, our last caller um, just stepped off a cliff, basically. Right, uh, OK. Uh, how's he doing? Well, he's in hospital, but right, still right. contributing to the show. Uh, oh, Jesus. What about your uh, your vehicle? Was no, that, well, uh, the car's in, it's insured. And, OK. Uh, um, can I ask how much was uh, was it worth? Well, I was... You... I, Purchased it at uh, for forty five grand. This mm-hmm. would have been back in oh, twenty oh three. Right, and what do you get back? Well, the thing is, I had an insurance policy with uh, less than uh, reputable. Who? Uh, good one insurance. Uh, you know them? Good one. No, I haven't heard of them. Well, look after this after I. I called them up and I said, uh, mm. "What's the story?" They go, "Well, it's we will reimburse you." To the value of the car. Yeah, great. Yeah, it's fine, but I had not uh, read the fine print, and what they meant, of course, was the value of the car post-accident. Oh, Oh, God. So how much was that? Well, turns out it was a complete write-off, so the payout is, in fact, zero dollars. Nothing. Well, so, the, the radio still works, so they give me 200 for that. That doesn't sound right, have to say. Well, that's that, just how they do things. A good one, apparently. Okay. Oh, and uh, the other thing is that the, the payout mm-hmm. I do get is all in cryptocurrency. So, oh. yeah, I don't so know what's what, that mean? I don't yeah. know. It's the, the units of money are called googie eggs. So oh, dear. I don't know if it's going to um, be worth it. No. $45,000 car, 14 googie eggs. Get no, sorry, well, sorry, I don't want to... I know you allow language on this show, but no. it's, it's, I find it uh, it's distasteful well, fair on enough. the radio. No. As I remember, um, you were telling us about your, your wife leaving. Well, the... I don't know if I want to talk about this right. in front of your listeners. Okay, yeah, fair enough. But you're doing okay with that? Well, it's positive. Uh, yeah, I've checked myself into what's called a healing sanctuary for divorced men. Yeah, where... Uh, I, I wouldn't like to say the location. No, it's run okay. by a very reputable man called Richard Silk, mm-hmm. and he's uh, had me looking inward and, oh, and yeah. uh, trying to uh, pinpoint the source of the marital mm-hmm. strife, if you want to put it. Great. And has that helped with understanding, yeah, well, processing? What... I don't know. He says it all comes down to what he calls a turning point, mm-hmm. a moment when, where you the... know, where everything changes. And, and have you I've, got to the heart of it? Uh, what... it's, it's hard because uh, it could have been that affair that I had, oh. or it could have been when I started using the iPad in the toilet. Oh, well... What? That's yeah. That's a bit of a sticking point with me and the missus. Was yeah. <laughs> right, because well, you're... you're in the toilet with an iPad. Mm-hmm. See, I don't have a problem because you think about it, you take the iPad into the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> you're using your hands on the iPad. You're not bloody putting your ass on it. I okay, just don't, well, to me, I mean, it's no, well, to me, it's, it is a bit unhygienic. But is it, it though? You know, I guess that was the. You think that was the source? Look, of I'm not the, handling the, an iPad with toilet hands. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Sorry, Clive. I, I didn't mean this to. This is supposed to be a healing process. How did we? It wasn't get here. I apologise. It, it's still raw. Okay. Yep. yep. I've ordered some chips.
So <laughs> okay, well, right. enjoy those. Uh, and please, call back any time. Oh, yeah, if you... good on you. Mm. Thanks, mate. Oh. oh, dear. That was Clive Howlett calling in to Sizzletown. Probably shouldn't have mentioned his marriage. That was in bad taste. I'll apologise to him, Matt. Don't worry. I'll write him a letter. <laughs> you know, on an old typewriter. Yeah, that's the one. Sorry if you've just tuned into the podcast, missed the top of the show. There was some confusion about typewriters and letters, whether people still write letters. That confusion brought to you by Allegiance Wines. Thank you. Someone else who's confused about whether people still write letters is Mariah Carey. Have a listen to this clip from Mariah's World. This is so cool. I know. I didn't even know that people were still doing like letters and stuff like that for the mail. Honestly. <laughs> you watching Mariah's World, Matt? No. <laughs> didn't think so. Neither am I, but I'm often walking through the room when the girlfriend's got it on and we're fascinated by the post-production effect they seem to have done on her face. It's very odd. They've sort of smoothed her face, uh, made it look like a, a bad Instagram filter. Don't know what they've done. I always feel sorry for the other people who are in shots with Mariah because they've had nothing done. They're getting no help. I should also thank the people at Lunchbox Creative who animated a whole minute of this show with me talking to the Pie Club Man. That looked fantastic. That's up at YouTube. Yes, we have our own YouTube channel. Speaking of cartoons, obviously I should mention Glenn Robinson, who posts fantastic cartoons inspired by this show uh, under the name Grob. Sent in a picture of himself with a Dalek. He's obviously got his own Dalek. <laughs> wow. I know, it's very impressive. That reminds me of what I think was the very first joke I ever wrote when I was a kid. I was about eight years old. I wrote this. It goes, how did Doctor Who's wife know that he was having an affair? Yeah. Because he came home with Dalek breath. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. We might have to edit that out of the podcast. I think that's up to scratch. Doesn't make sense. What, he's having an affair with a Dalek? I don't understand that. Anyway, time to class up the program by calling Peter Meager. We spoke to him in our second show last year, so let's keep that tradition going. Dialing that number, Matt. Yes, he's the former editor of the Australian Review of Books. He's always got something to say. Oh, here we go. Yes, hello. Hello, is this Peter Meager? Speaking. Tony Martin calling from the podcast. Uh, right, this is a garret. Uh, no. The umlaut? No, it's... The, the hoisted brow. No. The wry smile? No. Is it the parson's nose? No, it's, it's Sizzletown. All right, what is this sort of humour for the, the common man? It's, well... Sort of and rambunctious. You were on it last year, yeah, remember? Yes, I, I think I recall that. What was it we were talking about? Um, you just become the head of the Nine Networks uh, publishing arm, yeah, Nine well, yes, Books. Unfortunately, you probably read about, yeah, no, Nine Books has uh, disowned. Really? Um, Were the books not selling? Well, no, it just caused a lot of confusion with the name. Oh. I mean, people seem to be under the impression that uh, we only publish nine books. Uh, oh, yes, right. Yes, I know. Well, that's anyway, yeah, uh, confusing. I escaped that burning orphanage. And you're with uh, another publishing house Well, now? no, I've, uh, 
I've landed on my feet at the MTC. The yes. MTC theatre. Well, yes, I'm uh, setting up their program. For the right, next. so you're out of the book world. No, well, but... no, no. I've still got one foot in publishing, and certainly mm-hmm. my friendships with some of Australia's top authors, uh, Peter Carey, Richard Flanagan, the Honey Badger, <laughs> remain as solid as ever. What about Tim the Winton? Tim, yes. Uh, Tim did call me recently from an old fisherman's hut where he was carving a surfboard out of pumice using only his bare hands. Wow. What did he want? Well, he just wanted to know how many times can you use the word shimmering okay. on one page? And uh, I, I allowed him four. Mm. I don't know. Um, jury is out. So uh, what's it like being in, well, in a new world, as it were, well, for you? But- as far as the theatre goes, I mean, it's very much a commercial arena. So, yes, I've got to think about uh, the lowest common denominator. Okay, and that means... Well, that... people like things going wrong. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Trend and theatre at the moment, the play that goes wrong. Mm. And uh, now we've got uh, Peter Pan goes wrong. So, right, so, yes, we'll be continuing down that path. Uh, Angels in America goes wrong. Wow. So uh, what I'm hoping for, for the second half of the year. So what will happen in that? I don't know. Someone will be misdiagnosed. And, oh. uh, I guess the angels will be tangled up in the wire. Okay. And Roy yeah. Cohen will be going, yeah. oh, what's going on? Uh-huh. And what else? What well, other? we're just going to continue down the goes wrong path. Yes, yeah. I'm thinking about David Mamet's Oleana goes wrong. Uh-huh. So what goes wrong there? I'm not the... sure. I think we're just going to cast Jeffrey Rush and see what happens. I see. Okay. So that's um, that's the theme for the year? Well, no, there's, there's other ideas uh, up on blocks as well. We're doing uh, Noises Off, Goes Right. Oh, <laughs> how does that work? Well, uh, all of the farcical misunderstandings won't occur and mm-hmm. uh, entrances will be perfectly timed. Right. You can see the, what the play would look like if performed mm. in a more professional manner. Okay, well, uh, well, we'll look forward to this because and it's... And, of course, the, the other thing that people want to see as a theatre now is a film oh. that they've seen many times before, recreated as a stage play. So, oh, yeah, yeah. And Miriam Margulies, obviously. So but, what movies will you do? I don't you... know. Several titles have been suggested. Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, yeah. Um, Maybe the Gumball Rally. Oh, um, I just—I know it seems ludicrous, but um, who knows what magic Neil Armfield can weave? Right. Well, all the while claiming that he's seen nothing. Um, this sounds fascinating and a new direction for yes, you. Yes, listen, the... listen. I've got to get back to rehearsals. Right? Okay. Um, um, what are you doing? Well, it's—it's uh, it's an adaptation of Chekhov's *The Cherry Orchard*. Right. Yeah. Cool. It's called *Sea Change: The Musical*. Yeah. We look forward to that. Thank um, you. And, hey, listen, uh, can I just mention my own podcast, yep. Meager Insights, still available. Oh, yep, yep. And my book recommendations, Meager Pickings. You uh-huh. can see that, in, uh, I think, in the Saturday Age. Excellent. Well, thanks for talking to us. Great, the, thanks. The Garrus, is it? No. The Possessive Now. No. The Gimlet Eye. No, it's Sizzletown. Oh, right. Goodbye. Well, that is it. That's all we've got time for. Matt, please. That's all we've got time for in this episode of Sizzletown. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Thank you, Matt Dower on the Pots and Pans. Thank you, Damien Cowell, for supplying our theme music. And thank you, Allegiance Wines, for sticking by us. We love their work. We certainly love their product. Visit allegiancewines.com.au forward slash Sizzletown to purchase that exclusive release, the Allegiance Wines Severed Arms Kunawara Cab Sav 2018. 
It's a top drop, I promise you. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with more of this. See you then. Cheers. Cheers.